at one, two, three, and we are live, Savage Mind Podcast, Savage Mind listeners, Savage Lifestyle Community. When I go days that I haven't podcast, and then I get here and I start podcasting, I think about how much I love this. Regardless of the, I have no expectations, regardless, regardless of the feedback, regardless of what anyone else considers as progress or successful. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just love being here. I can't wait till this is full time. Did you notice I cannot wait? Hence, not if, but when. I can't wait to have a whole community. I can't wait for this to be a household name. To talk to interesting people from all walks of life. Different upbringing, different culture, different background, different economic background, um, different religions, different sexual preferences, different interests in life, different countries, uh, whatever. I mean, the list goes on. If you know me, you know I'm open-minded to all of those things. I feel like when I'm here, I could just do this every day. Uh, But I'm not there yet. And if you want to help make that happen, if you listen once in a while or occasionally or this is your first time, I please humbly encourage you to go subscribe and when I mean subscribe, that means it, it does that doesn't mean just follow. That means go to the link at the bottom where you see the anchor link. And you have to go hit that and it will prompt you to put in your debit card. Hold on to your seats on this one. I know this is gonna be a lot to ask for, but it will require you to put in a donation of ten dollars a month or less that'll come out of your debit card. Uh I feel like if you do Anything less than that, then that's ridiculous. But I'll take whatever anyone can can contribute or donate because that helps this podcast grow. Uh, until I'm on YouTube, which I'm not because I don't have video podcast, <clears throat> uh, everyone will be able to subscribe a lot easier. But until that, until that happens, I'm missing a whole platform. So that's on me. Uh, even if there are things in my way and obstacles, I feel like that is... Hindering that, I still have to take responsibility for everything. In this life, we have to take responsibility for even people that fuck us over. Our procrastination, our trusting people, our ignoring the red flags, the warning signs. I used to did not do this, and now I do it. Even when I know that it was not my fault, I still take responsibility. I ignored something. I let it go. I gave somebody a free pass. I went by how long I've known them. I went by our relationship, blood-related, marriage-related, grew up together, played sports together, worked together, and that's what the fuck I want to talk about today. And this could hit a lot of different categories, but it's in particular very alarming. And this has been going on since the beginning of time. I'm sure uh, that we just didn't acknowledge that that's what these things were. Very much so when it comes to our children, our grandchildren, and our family. So you can put this in whatever category you want to put it in. That This is across all spectrums. No one is the exception. And no one is exempt. And let's talk about the people we give free passes to. Uh, let them slide. Not but once, but repeatedly. We make excuses for them. We enable them. 
we reinforce their excuses and bad behavior or just not doing anything. Go down the list. You know what direction I'm going with this. And for the same, on the flip side of that, we'll criticize, judge, and attack people and have something to say unless it's our children and our family. The same thing that we criticize and crucify other people for, we'll let our fucking family and loved ones, especially our children, buy with. That's what we do. And it's the absolute wrong thing to do. So let's talk about why we get so mad about these things and why we get so offended about these things. I have to reevaluate I have to evaluate my own life. And when I mean my own life, I mean who I was when I was younger. When I mean younger, let's go back to this. Let's go back to when I was a kid or a teenager when my mom was living. I just had my mom and grandmother to when I became a young father to when I was a young father with young children and I had teenage children and then everything coming full circle of of where I'm at now. I live a totally different life. I have grown children. Y'all all all know the situation. You all know the the different turns uh, my children have took or our children have took and uh, you know the situation. And it's funny. I had this conversation today. People always remember the bad. They'll remember the bad a lot before they remember the good. And it's kind of like people like dragging up your past if it's bad, but they don't like dra- they don't always drag up your past of the good things, do they? Think about this. People use your past on you because mo- on most people it works. They can pull you back. They can pull you back in. They can remind you of that one time, or maybe it was not one time. Maybe it was a few years. And I talked about this in the past podcast. But they won't remember another 5, 10, 15, 20 years of your entire life. But they'll remember that segment. Because it gets to people. It works on them. It used to work on me and it has no fucking effect on me no more. And and I see it every day. And people attempt that don't spend a reasonable amount of time with me. They think that it'll work on me. But it doesn't work on me no more. When I was younger... Before things got to this level and this magnitude, things like that would work on me. Uh, sometimes, even if we don't like the person, even if it's our spouse, I said because I know a lot of people who do not like their spouse, but it's woven into our society and our culture culture to take up for them. It's the same by the same token, it's embedded in us to take up for our children and our parents and our grandchildren. Am I right? One of the most toxic mentalities is take up for you and you defend your family no matter what, even when they're wrong. That's one of the most fucking toxic things you can do. That's why these people don't change. Because they know someone is coming to fucking interfere. Someone is coming to make an excuse for them. Y'all don't call it excuses, though. You call it something else. <clears throat> Again, I'm caught. If you know me in real life... If you know me on this podcast, I call myself out. That's why so many people attempt to attack me or you attempt to throw something in my face or try to use that against me and it's it, it it's it's on a it, it comes to an a failed attempt. Look. I've said it many times. No one can hurt my feelings worse than the most important people in my life have, have already hurt my feelings in the worst way possible my entire life. You can't tell me nothing I don't know about a loved one or family member or about my own life that I don't already know that I want to acknowledge verbally right to your face. And when I do, it neutralizes y'all because you want to hear something else other than what came out of my mouth. Am I, 
anybody that's listening to this that's been around me that you don't like me or you don't like what I stand for, you what what really what it is is you're intimidated or threatened by my by people like myself's strength, our discipline, and our mental fucking toughness and our grit. You would rather us be somebody else. You would like us more and give us air quotations free pass. You would get, offer us some prayers. You would offer us some thoughts. You would offer us some condolences if we were weaker and more submissive. You know it. Being those people gets you a lot more attention in this life. Being the victim gets you more attention. Being strong, being unapologetic, being deliberate, having humility, and owning shit, and calling yourself out as well as people in your circle and you're related to and not making no fucking excuses that's very threatening to people in a society that that's all we do is fucking make excuses I see it all the time we throw people under the bus crucify them criticize them for the same shit we let our family get away with and our, our children get away with because everyone says it's not my kids not my family that's not my parents well my kids ain't like that and for a small percentage of people, maybe they're not. But everyone thinks that. <laughs> Think about it. Hey, it's never your kids. It's never our kids. It's never our mom and dad. It's never our grandparents. It's never our elders. It's never our church. It's never our work family. Oh, may hold up on work family. That work family only goes so far because when it comes time to save yourself, y'all throw somebody on the butts under the bus for fucking peanuts. For fucking peanuts. You know the reason... That we have such a hard time hearing things about our loved one and family. I want y'all to listen very close on this. And if... Hold, let me back up for a minute. A conversation I had yesterday. When I'm around talking to people in person. This is things that people don't say. If you know me. And you know what I stand for and what I'm about. You know my self-education. And my ability to read people within minutes. This is not bragging. This is the fucking truth. It's alarming to people. And people either want to gravitate to me or they want to stay away. Or they'll try to change the subject and they'll try to make it look like it's something other than what it was. And they'll try to manifest a reason that they don't like me. And then they'll go find other people that whatever their 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 perception of someone like me is, they'll find someone that they may not even like, but their mutual uh, distaste for me. So what they'll do is they'll find people that resonates with the story they've made up in their mind. And in all reality, I haven't done anything to these people. It's hard when I talk about my own family, my own children, my own loved ones, because yes, I do love them. They don't have nothing to do with this. It's hard for people to comprehend and fathom the fact that that shit comes out of my mouth. See, what they're waiting, what what some of you are waiting for is you're waiting for the excuse to come out of my mouth. You're waiting for me to present a defense, just a a defense in general, so you can attack me. This motherfucker ain't got no right talking about nobody else's goddamn kids when this motherfucker's, look at his fucking son. You right? So what y'all think, some of y'all think, is you think that I shouldn't have anything to say about anyone because of the position one of my children's in. And you know what I have to say? Fuck you. I can say what the fuck I want to. Because I'm giving an honest perception. And I identify what one of my what all of my children are. 
I identify that, and I you ain't never hearing a fucking excuse or a fucking enabling come out of my fucking mouth, and that's very fucking frightening to people because you don't hear it come out of my mouth. But or if this wouldn't, or maybe this, you don't hear any of that shit, and it bugs you because I watch people. It's almost like they're on edge, waiting for me just to say that. Like they want me to say something and you're not going to fucking hear it. A, a guy, a friend of mine, told me yesterday, I was using the same example. And we weren't even talking about this. We are talking about uh, some lawn equipment or something like just this basic shit, day-to-day shit, like projects we're doing around the house. And he goes, but that ain't never going to happen. And I said, you're goddamn right that ain't going to happen. Y'all hear what I'm saying? You want to hear, it pisses y'all off. Because you don't hear the excuse come out of my mouth. It pisses you off because you think that I should be more weak, submissive, and a frail shell of a man. And you think I probably shouldn't say anything about anyone else. And again, when I'm giving a perception or analysis, I'm not talking about anyone's child or family specifically unless I have all the facts in order. I might be talking about a whole generation. And let me tell you why it pisses y'all off. It pisses you off for the same reason it used to piss me off before I had these tools, this understanding, and this self-education and experience. It pisses you off, not because it was said. It pisses you off because it's the fucking truth. That You're not mad because it was said. It's mad you don't want because it's the truth and you don't want to hear other people confirm what you already know. Why we get so mad about our family? Why would we defend them so much? When we know we shouldn't, we think we can save them. We think if we make enough excuses, we can convince ourselves. We can convince other people by convincing ourselves. If you know someone in your, it's like saying, you don't have to call someone fat. You don't have to call someone lazy. You don't have to call someone a piece of shit. Is there a better name for someone who are exactly those things? Oh, they're slightly overweight. Sometimes somebody's just a lazy fucking fat fuck. Sometimes they're just a lazy piece of shit. Sometimes they're just a no good motherfucker. And they're fucking worthless. And all your positivity and and trying to boost them up didn't do no good because you go and cancel it out with your fucking enabling and your fucking excuses. They know it, you know it. You just don't want to hear it from other people. When it comes to our children, it doesn't matter what it is. We think the more we do for them and the more excuses we make, the more that we love them. Because no, let's just be honest. No one wants their kids to turn out fucked up. It's a fucking nightmare. If, you, if you're if you even a decent parent that have been involved in somewhat of the raising of your children... And you have not been a deadbeat or piece of shit. And you have not been a terrible role model. Because I know a lot of people out there who have, have turned out to be great young men. Or just men and women in general. And their parents, one or more, were both pieces of shit. And by a snowball chance in hell, they turned out fine. And there's people like us who we didn't raise our kid like that. And they turned out fucked up. And the rest of the family didn't. There's that one exception. And some people love to fall back on that, and they'll totally bypass everybody else in the family who's nothing like that. Like I tell somebody, y'all forget we have other children. And y'all forget they're nothing like that. Y'all don't even bring it up because y'all go back to that. Because you go back to that because you think it'll work on me. 
and I neutralize you in person because you could go on a tear about that particular person, my child, and I wouldn't even put I wouldn't even put up a defense about it. I don't have nothing to defend. I would agree with you. And that just blows y'all away. So while saying that, do you think some of you shouldn't have to hear nothing about your family and your children? And does it make you mad because you know it's true? You know it's true. And do you think by getting pissed at these people and feeling like they're attacking you again? We live in a society where everything feels like an attack. We live, we, we were so pissed about our children, especially our adolescent children, is because we're not running the fucking thing. We're, we're not running shit. These kids run shit. And we've allowed it. And if we, we'll go back to how good they, how good looking they are, if they work, if they make good grades. College isn't for everybody. Maybe they're entrepreneurs. We'll go back to what, this is what people do in the material world as well. They'll, I, they'll tell you, hey, man, how's the kids doing? Or, hey, my kid's doing? And we'll always go back to that. And I think deep down, again, I have a, a one a, a, a child that's a terrible person. No doubt. One of the worst people I know. I don't know the whole story. I'm not getting in that today. Is that hard for y'all to hear? Could any of y'all say that? I know the five worst people I probably know I've ever met in this life, and he's one of them. I didn't raise him like that. I'm not getting on this subject. I'm just being totally transparent and honest. How many of y'all could say that even though you know it's fucking true? Could you let that come out of your mouth? Does it make you feel like you love them less? Because the truth is, we it's just like pe- look, it's like people who use material things. Why would I be jealous of you when I got this car, I got this house and I make this much money? Because them are surface. People that can't compete in the arena for the things that we do. They're always going to use material things, money, or position, or title because they can't. They know they can't compete in every. In, in, in that arena, we, we don't fit in. But in the life arena, and the not being weak, and the discipline, and the grit, and the being able to come out of not just sacrifice a fucking tragic suffering, and we're still not the victim, and we're still fucking. We're making more progress than we ever have in our life. It's very fucking terrifying to people. <clears throat> and the people that work against us and hate on us and speculate, they don't think, some of them don't think that we know that, and I'm very aware of it. Because that means they all, they already knew our capabilities, even if it was long before we did. And they were hoping we never got in a position where we started really being able to put all these tools together to become and manifest the person that we were supposed to be, that we could be. They were hoping we never seen that, that we stayed right on that fucking line where we kind of would backslide a while, kind of fuck up for a while, never quite get... Doesn't mean we're having a bad life. Doesn't mean we fuck uh, uh, fuck up. We just never, never really find our purpose, and we never really focus. Well, hello, motherfuckers. People like me are more focused than ever, and we're a real fucking threat to you. We're a real threat to what you think and what you say you stand for. And this is one of your worst fears. Is people like myself becoming what you knew that we could be. And that what's so frightening is now we know what we're capable of being. With or without your support. Tell you what I just read in a book recently. You hating on me isn't going to make your life better. Nor is it going to stop me. It isn't going to Isn't going to change anything. And it isn't going to help you either. But I see it, even in people I love, every day. 
By the end of my life, I will help raise about six, seven kids, I guess, all together. <clears throat> doesn't mean they're all my biological children, and that doesn't matter. They're, they're, they're our kids. They're my grandkids. They're our nieces and nephews. They're my brother. They're all these people. But the fact of it is, people love to bring your past up. They love to throw something in your face. It's kind of like I tell people all the time. I, I'm like, people reach out to me in, during the tragedy that I haven't heard from in years or my entire life. But I don't see them checking on me on other things. Hey, how's your brand going? How's your podcast going? Hey, man, you became you transferred into ultra running. How's that going? Hey, how can I help invest in your and support your business and your fucking mission of trying to make a difference and an impact on people's life. Because for those of you that do know that, that is what I'm doing. My message, listen, any of y'all that listen to Goggins, people like that, fucking Jacko, uh, uh, the Jacko podcast, fucking Andy Frisella, any of them, they don't cut you no fucking slack. On a smaller scale, because I don't have the finances, the financial, uh, uh, position the financial backing and the financial success yet and uh, that kind of platform doesn't mean I'm not on the same level those guys are mentally and working towards it towards physically and if you know me I've kind of always been that person again learned how to fucking harness my energy and my skills you will take it from those guys you just don't want to take it from me there's no I'm not giving anybody a fucking free pass I'm not letting anybody slide you going to cut anybody uh, breaks, Mr. Savage, Jason? No. Why not? Because nobody cut me a fucking break. I mean, not my fucking community, not my town, not my fucking family. Then nobody cut me a break. My mom would have let me slide with a lot of shit if I wouldn't let. And she did if I wouldn't let. I left home so fucking early it was almost irrelevant at that point. I left home two years before I even got out of high school. I'm, that, this is why people like me are so unimpressed by things. I see it even with people I dearly love in our own family. We just got that little bit that we still want to make an excuse for them. Whatever, it just be day-to-day shit. Like you know they were supposed to do something. And what we say as parents and grandparents and as siblings is we'll say, well, I don't mind. It don't matter if you fucking mind. It don't matter if it... if, if What you're really saying is I don't mind being inconvenienced for them. And it's not... And let me go back to this. It's not things that they can't do for themselves it's because they didn't do it or they didn't want to do it or they didn't give a fuck and you went you're going to go do it for them so you can shut somebody else up like me you don't want to hear me and somebody may not even be crawling down their fucking throat we're just simply bringing up no it was their fucking job they can't handle something that simple if they can't handle something that simple well i don't mind i don't give a fuck if you mind we are let this last two generations we can say what we want to if you go listen to some past podcasts i also take up for them a lot there's I, I like to weigh the pros and cons and look at both sides but it's absolutely our fault and we need to start taking responsibility for it we don't want confirmed and reinforced what we already know about our goddamn family and our children we'll see it we'll ignore it we even do this, especially women are real bad about this. This is the truth. Even when you say you're on the same page as the husband, as the father, as the stepfather, and it don't mean men don't do this, but it's you know women, you know you do this. You'll still go do it so they don't say anything. You'll go do it. It doesn't you make the man, you might make the man, the dad, the father, what brother, whatever to be a tyrant. 
By the same token, women will go clean up every mess for a boy. And kind of leave the girls hanging out to dry. But when it's when it's that, what's that situation is, why don't mind washing their clothes? Why don't mind cleaning up? You'll know they have a smart-ass mouth. It doesn't mean our teenage children have to agree with us or our kids. We're supposed to be raising them not to program them to think like we are. We're supposed to be giving them the tools and the knowledge for them to think for themselves. But they can pop off and pretty much say whatever they want to. It's almost like they make decent grades and they get through school and they have man, maybe a part-time job or whatever. We'll use those things. Oh, and they're pretty or they're good-looking or they're handsome. We don't care if they're little assholes. We don't care if they're little bitches. We don't care if they're little fucking uh, arrogant little douchebag boys. We'll go, oh, they're so handsome. They do this, they do that. That ain't what I mean. That ain't what I'm talking about. Let's address the problem at hand. That was something simple. And what happened was we asked them to do that, and they're not going to do it because they know that we're going to go do it. We always hear this, I don't know why they won't do this. I don't know why they don't have no motivation. I don't know why they don't want to do it. Like, I know it's a lot of this with this age group, they don't even want to drive. They don't fucking have to. They don't have to do a goddamn thing. Except, I hear a lot of people justify what they get their children because they say they can. So they say they can, they make good grades, they're decent athletes, they work hard in school. And I didn't understand this when I was younger. I understand this 25, 30 years later. They may have a part-time job, and I say this, I realize this now. You better tell them to do that if they just want a basic fucking job in this life. Whether that's going to college for something that's going to be productive for them and positive for them at all just because they get a degree doesn't mean they're any smarter or any intelligent than anyone. We'll get into the student loan shit in another thing. We'll talk about that in another podcast. That's the justification that they're doing what you ask them to do so you give them what you say and what you told yourself they deserve. You don't really, I don't think that we really care what kind of character they have. Doesn't mean they're terrible people, they're killers or drug addicts or anything like that. Maybe we know they're fucking little bitches and little assholes. And I say little, man, let's don't say that. Let's say maybe they're 40 year olds like that. <clears throat> we seen it coming. But that was our children and our family, and we were going to defend them no matter what. <clears throat> Meanwhile, we'll fucking hang someone else out to dry this like that. Or maybe they're from a lower-income family. Maybe they're a different color. Maybe there's someone you didn't like's children that really didn't do nothing to you. You let them slide. Let them have a free pass. Let them off the hook. Because they're yours. Or because they're in your circle. Why is that? Let me ask you this, and we'll talk about this in another podcast. Do you do that? Because if you th- you let them handle all their adversity and all the obstacles and all the fucking roadblocks and all the fucking, just the fucking shit life throws at you, do you know deep down they couldn't fucking handle it? They can't handle first world problems. You think they're going to handle that shit let me ask you, be real, listen to this carefully. Do you think they could be in that position by if you didn't remove those obstacles for them? You're taking away all the process. No wonder they're doing okay. But what's going to happen when you can't? What's going to happen when you're not there? When the life throws them a curveball and you can't correct it, 
or you're not there at that time, or you're gone. You didn't give them no tools to be able to function in the world that's coming. But yet, you subconsciously, you let them skip steps. You gave them free passes. You get them get-out-of-jail-free cards. You let them skip. You go from their starting point. I just talked about this the other day. Starting point. And eh, skip all this all this, this zigzagging puzzle maze shit. And boom. I own a business. I'm a millionaire. Hey, I'm going to make them start at the bottom. I'm going to let them skip all this. But you didn't make your employees do that. You don't let other people do that. And we're talking about any situation. If you got any common sense, take that and apply it to wherever you feel necessary. Because you knew they couldn't handle it. And the reason you get so offended when people say it is because you knew they fucking couldn't handle it. Everything that we say that made us the generation we are, we think is too good for them. And no doubt, I've said it many times, I like to, I wanted to save them some of the shit I had to go through. Not having a man around, losing my father at four years old, having to walk, never seeing my mom drive a car, living in po- living at the poverty level, no doubt. But in the meantime, somewhere in there, we fucked it up. It doesn't even, I want to say this again, it doesn't even matter what level of financial and career success your children or family have. Let me say that again. We're not talking about that. Don't go into their career. Don't go into what they do for a living. Don't go into what they drive. Don't go into what house they live in. Don't go into how they look. We're talking about character and what kind of fucking people they are. And if you are aware of that, because I'm real aware of it with all of our fucking family and all of our children, I realize what we did to contribute to it and where we fucked up at, the positive and the negative. And yes, all of them had that little bit in them. And I realized what we should have done more of. And we should have fucking put the foot on the throat even more. No fucking doubt. You hear that? How many of y'all going to say that? And if you can't correct it with this generation, then what are you going to do with the next generation? If you have younger children or you have grandkids, the point is to change it. And it's going to get real uncomfortable. And it's going to get real inconvenient. It's going to be hard to swallow. It's going to be hard to hear. And they're going to fucking be resistant. That's the way it goes. And how bad do you want to change it going forward in the future for future generations? Because if you don't want to piss them off and hurt their feelings, then you don't want it fucking bad enough. This goes for addicts. This goes for laziness. This goes for fucking relationship problems. Everything is enabling when you contribute to it and you sugarcoat stuff. It's all, everything is tied to enabling and no accountability. Everything. Those two things, y'all remember that. Accountability and enabling. Everything can be traced back to them. Lack of or too much. You don't hand them the reins. Because you know they couldn't have went through all that process and made it out and be who they are now. You made things easy for them. We removed the hard part. And then we expect them to be who we are. No doubt, I would love to have skipped some steps in life. No fucking doubt. I often think if I'd have had some resources and privileges of what other people had, and they wasn't near dis I mean, people I know in my everyday life. People I'm related to, people I have worked with, have gotten 10 times, 20 times the advantages. They don't have the discipline I do. They don't have the work ethic I do. They don't have the mindset I do. 
They might even have more of a paper education. Do not have the self-education and desire and determination and will and grit I do. That's not me. I know, again, I don't know a lot of people like me. I'm not trying to be the 90%. I may be in the 10 or 20% now. Not income, but I look at statistics. I know where I land at. I'm not even trying to be in the 5%. I want to be in the 3%. And I may spend the rest of my life trying to do so. But I will not stop. This is intimidating to people. We don't ever want it to be our family. We don't ever want it to be our children. We'll sit here and fucking criticize someone else when a motherfucker in our house is sitting there and they're that fucking person. And we fucking know it. It could be our fucking mom and dad. It could be our grandparent. It could be our uncle. It could be our children, our grandchildren. Because what happens when other people notice it, it confirms what we already think. But what the fuck are we going to do about it? Do you think ignoring it and sugarcoating and getting pissed off at other people, do you think that's going to change it? Sometimes you got to fucking scrap a whole family. Don't mean you don't love them. Because they're all so much fucking just encoded with that mentality, they're never going to hear it. And all of them will get pissed off at you. Because chances are all of them have just consume themselves with each other and they all reinforce each other's excuses and they all enable each other that's usually you don't find them they don't stray far from each other because they were taught that you take up for family no matter what hey older sister that's your little brother you take up for him hey that's your dad you know how fucked up they are well don't be surprised when they don't change and you got everybody's a contributing factor on that you can say that one person, maybe that parent enabled them, but if your siblings or you're involved directly in their life and you didn't want to deal with the elder or you didn't want to bring it up to someone else or the grandmother or whoever it was, I'm sorry. Maybe you haven't thought this much about it, but that's going to be your problem later when their elders are gone. So by you not wanting to piss someone else off, you contributed to it too. Yes, you contributed to it. My thoughts are you better piss some motherfuckers off, hurt their feelings, and you better do it early. You better do it often. It gets you off the hook. Before I go, let me remind you. The topic of this podcast. You need to talk more about it. Let's like we do every podcast, yes. I want to hear your questions. Again, any attack, any criticism doesn't bother me. You can't draw me out of character. The only way I'm going to come out of character is if I want to. We're not mad because... It was said, we're mad because it's true. We don't like hearing the truth. This world has been running from the truth and coming after truthers since the beginning of time. Social media is a great platform. It has a lot of tools and we can do a lot with it. We have education that used to take years to know. We know at the touch of a hand. But let me tell you this. It has allowed us to not be responsible for the consequences of our actions. And we can be fake as fuck and we'll have people that actually reinforce that. We can be foul. We can be selfish. We can be lazy. There's always someone there because we just don't want to hear it from someone else. Let me remind you. I did a podcast on this six months ago or so. We ain't running shit. We lost control a long time ago. Kids haven't changed. We changed. Social media is not a bad tool. But we're not monitoring it enough. 
We're not. It doesn't mean that our kids and our grandchildren and our family has to think like we do. I encourage all of our family to go do your research. Do real research. Don't listen to your your schoolmates. Don't listen to people that you like because you like them. Your boyfriend or girlfriend. Go do real research and go do your homework and come back with some legitimate education and legitimate content and show that you've actually did your fucking homework on whatever you say that you're in support of. Because I think a lot of cancel culture, and I don't think, I know this, they just want to be a part of a movement. Their lives are boring. Their lives are boring. And, and they're disconnected from society. Again, regardless of their job, regardless of their looks, regardless of how good they do in school, they're disconnected. They find something to attach to that they want to be offended by without ever doing a lot of homework. And they decided they're pissed off about it because they're pissed off that they don't really have nothing going on in their life. I tell people, there's people I talk to all the time, even my age. They get offended. And I, just by things I say out of nowhere, there's a few people that, they're beautiful people. And I realized, I told one of them the other day, I said, she, she felt like I was picking on her. And I said, what do you mean picking on you? And I said, you mean I disagreed with you? I didn't attack you. That's picking on me. I said, you're a 50-year-old woman. You think that's picking on you? I don't care if you're 20. You, again, everybody thinks someone's picking on them. Picking on people and bullies is people disagreeing with you. Now. We're not supposed to be around people disagreeing. That's how fucking soft we are. They're picking on me. You mean I disagree with you? Disagreements is how you build and grow. I told her, I said, you're bored with your life. You, you, your pictures say you're not, but you're fucking. I, this is a private message. You're bored with your fucking life, and you know it, and I can see right through it. And I said, because if you decided to be strong, and you decided to be relentless and unapologetic, you wouldn't have that many followers. We went on about the conversation, talking to her. I said, I had asked her originally, you want me to give your analysis? My analysis is yes. I said, you can't get you can get mad. I said, but I'm just gonna tell you what I see. I said, may I? She goes, sure. I said, put the guard down, let's just talk as friends. She goes, yeah, I said, you're bored with your fucking life. I think you're bored and you're you you, you probably spent your life waiting on someone to entertain you or feeling like you have to have someone and attention. And I said, but deep down, you're fucking miserable and you, you probably don't leave the house much. And you're not out enjoying life. That don't mean out partying, just enjoying life. She got mad at first, texted me back later, and she goes, you know what? I got pissed off. I was going to cuss you out. And she goes, you're so fucking right. Thank you for holding me accountable. She says, I needed to hear that. And won't nobody else tell me that. What the fuck are y'all doing, people? What the fuck are you doing? The only way that you can comprehend and translate that someone that wants to keep you where you're at is because they like you where you're at. Again, people like you behind them, maybe the same, but they don't like you leaving them behind. They don't like you moving on. Again, doesn't mean necessarily a house. I keep having to go back to this because I feel like society is always going is always critiquing and comparing on this. Put the house aside, put your income aside, put the car aside, put your fucking perception aside on social media and talk about how genuinely happy you are in your soul and in your mind and how healthy you are. And you are only fucking lying to yourself, but you cannot lie to that mirror. And you fucking know it. We gotta quit reinforcing the excuses because people are our family, our children, our grandchildren, and because we're related to them. 
And we got to quit taking up for them when they're wrong. If we want real change, if we really want to lead the next generations better than we left it because we are not headed in the right direction. I don't want to go by no old school values or no old school mentality because I think there was a lot of old school shit that wasn't any good. Everything that says old school or throwback or back in the day, a lot of good shit, a lot of shit I missed. A lot of good values. That doesn't mean every method and every fucking principle and every way of life and the way we did things was right because there was a lot of fucked up shit and a lot of people were wrong. But we don't have no excuse nowadays. We have every tool and every resource as a, at the touch of a hand. It is very much a choice if we are ignorant, lazy fucks, and an enabled fucking asshole, caring, douchebag, little bitch-ass society. Did I leave anyone out? If I left anyone out, y'all let me know, okay? I'm going to go for now. I'm going to do, another, do uh, some experiment on the co- podcast in the next couple of weeks. It's just something I want to try. So y'all going to see more episodes coming back to back. Y'all hit me up, ask me questions. In the meantime, need your subscriptions, need your shares, need your likes. There's no reason for you not to be doing it if you're listening. Spotify, Apple Play, Google Google Play, Spreaker, Overcast. If you got any questions, hit me up. Love y'all. Y'all stay savage.